It is so well defined what we have to do today. We gotta go to work. We gotta do. All right, everyone, we are back. It is time for another NFL in London podcast. We're going to do a week 13 preview. Uh, apologies for a bit of the delay there. Had a bit of a... Uh, had a sick baby. A bit of sick baby sick issue. Baby. Had nothing to do with you guys, but just sick baby in general that uh, had to be dealt with. And, and listen, being a father comes before the podcast every now and then. So well, it just shows how I've grown over the years. I think it was... It was my only, 20s, the podcast would have came first. It was actually Ryan's wife that said that it actually came first. So, you know... <laughs> Good for her, for her intervention, um, but it was good, uh, and we've had a lot to digest this, this week off, uh, digest of a, of a weird and topsy-turvy week in week 12. As we all push for week 13, a lot of us are now in our own fantasy uh, conundrum. Yeah, it's crazy. It's the last week of the season, it's isn't two, it? I think just two more, 13 and 14, oh, right? I think goodness. in ours. Some of them it's the one week, and then some of them it's, it's two weeks. That's gone by so fast. I know. Can you believe season. that we've just done fantasy? I'm looking at our fantasy trophy, uh, which... Was Andre last year, and it's definitely not going to be him Which this year. Which I am in first place right you now. You are, but we all know first Dominated. place stuff. Ten and two, baby. I think Martin in our league, uh, the the copper has got uh, a re- he's got Taylor, and uh, he's got a really good team. So we'll see what happens. I've got a little bit of hope, but my my slimmer of hope is about in our league is about that of the Bears and uh, and their game who won in week thirteen. I uh, got a good, but we're facing Arizona. We're going to get into all the games this week. Any of our predictions, uh, and of course, join us every Sunday. I'm going to actually be there this Sunday. Uh, I told Martin I'd come down and, and see him support the Bears as they face the Arizona Cardinals. We'll talk about that game. And let's get into the game that just happened, uh, Dak and company. Taysom Hill uh, finally gets to start, the big money man. The and big, the future. Four years. And one year for each interception he threw in about six minutes. Uh, yeah, it's it's funny. This is like Sean, Sean Payton. A couple of years ago, Sean Payton was a genius for discovering uh, Taysom Hill. Yeah. And even from a fantasy perspective, he threw four picks. Ran for 100 yards, though. Still did sure. all right. Two touchdowns. Had a points. decent game. Had a decent game. But it's just it just shows, like, yeah, he's he's really good at what he does. Stop trying to, like, force the square into the circle hole, mm-hmm. right? Like, Taysom is that change of pace who can get you those, like, especially when you need, like, third and three that you can sneak him for those yeah. huge runs. Like, like the way they use Cam, kind of. Like, don't, yeah. like He's kind of like Cam. Don't let him throw. Yeah. Just let him do, do his little runs and get those Little yards. runs, dips and dives. It was uh, it was an interesting game because, for a couple of reasons. Number one, yeah, because the Taysom Hill explosion. So now it makes Jameis look more valuable. Mm-hmm. It's really going to be interesting to see what the, the Saints do in the offseason. Because their season's yeah. done. Oh, like, yeah. Like, the playoffs are over. No Kamara for the last, no. like, five games. It's just been an absolute killer. And... Again, this the Dallas. Even though they didn't look that amazing, they got they, they got a defensive touchdown. They only really put up twenty. The offense didn't look that good. It was Pollard look uh, Pollard looked better than uh, Zeke? Well, that's been the whole thing. But right I mean, here. you sort of look and go, well, you know, who's Pollard going to go to? Because everyone's like, we'll take him, we'll take yeah. him. You got Zeke, we'll you got Diggs, you got his tenth pick, you got that yeah. defense that shows up and beats teams sometimes. And then you watch Micah Parsons every time. Yeah. He's the only cowboy where I'm like, damn, I really like Mike. No, Parsons. he's brilliant. It's like everyone kind of likes Michael Parsons because he's got yeah. ten sacks as a rookie. He already. is brilliant. He's he is just. He is just. Because you can absolute... play him anywhere. You can play him at linebacker at end. He is just. He's... he's got such awareness. He's so uh, fun to watch. And he, you are right. You watch him. You're like, oh man. I wish we had him. Yeah, wish kind any, of like when you used to watch Khalil Mack. When you used to watch Khalil yeah. Mack, and you used to be like, God damn, that uh, would be awesome to have. Oh yeah, and when, sometimes in the Bears you see it, but. Not so much. Glimmers. Uh, the Cowboys get a win. Much needed. You know, Saints sort of done and dusted in this one. I thought the Saints might try to keep it close in this one. You know, obviously... Well, they tried. They, 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 they did. kept throwing it away. With those interceptions, you know, they could have kept it within more than 10 points, but unfortunately they didn't. Let's get into our games this week. Ryan and I will make our picks and predictions. Weird and upside down week last week in terms of picks. 
fantasy, everything. I just, I felt like I was just punched in the dick. <laughs> it was just a Thanksgiving turkey burn. Yeah, I had a bad, I had a bad, I'm, I'm actually going to start, I got the Falcons wrong again this week. I'm actually going to go back and look oh, at no. this. No, no, after the end of the year when the season's okay. done. Because I think I might be 0 for 12 picking them. Okay, you could be. I might be. There's a good chance. At least 1 for 11. So I'm, ex- I'm excited to pick them. Whatever it is, it's your poison. It's your girl. It's your heroine. It's, it's, it's your Well, actually, Falcon. I feel very confident this week. They're playing the Bucks. Okay. I feel very confident okay, about Okay, well, we'll see. We're going to get into all the games. We'll start with the 6 o'clock games. As I mentioned, Sports Bar and Grill, Clapham. Sports Bar and Grill, Old Street, Clear- uh, Christmas. If you look at all the Christmas games, Boxing Day, the 19th is another one. 12th. Uh, and the fifth uh, this year, lots of boxing. Oh, I like the boxing days. Boxing day, yeah. Suck it, Premier League. Well, the Premier League. You think about it, the Premier turn. League goes on, so the day is the Premier League. You just do a whole sports day, just and then it's pajamas. NFL right after oh, that. Right after that, you're going to keep going. So the sports bar is going to be hopping, just, just eating tiny canapes, just, just put them in your mouth like grapes, like gorging yourself while your wife fans you with the. I will beef. actually be in Canada for the Boxing Day game, so I will probably be two edibles deep. <laughs> and I, I don't even know what the hell I wake just, up for the Monday night chicken wing. I'm so high right now I got no idea what's going on Chicago Bears facing the Arizona Cardinals this week 7.5 point favorites Kyler meh, could be back and his shoulder Hopkins could be back despite everything the, the Cardinals are kind of the best team in the NFC maybe the league um, they were able to get things together, and their defense is still a very solid defense. Seven and a half, is that too much well, on the they, Bears? The thing is, they survived without Kyler Murray for three weeks. They went mm-hmm. two and one, which is, I think everyone just expected them to go 0 oh and three. Yeah. Um, you know, the Bears are coming off that, you know, that terrible game on Thursday. So they had extra time to prepare. But I think the fact, like, now, now we're going to see Hopkins is going to be back. We're going to see Kyler back. I want to see if they can just pick up where they left off and start moving the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, Connors looked really good the last few weeks. He's been a fantasy stud the last little while coming in, getting people into the playoffs. Connor is. And you're right, their defense is looking good. And so I, I, oh, I got to pick the Cardinals. I feel that they're ready now to make a statement. Kyler's going to have a big game. Even though it's on the road, it's probably going to be cold. So uh, I'm going to say 27-17. I'm I'm with you that Arizona's going to win, but I think that Chicago, I'm hoping, is, is going to keep it within that 7.5. The weather obviously going to play that big factor in it. <clears throat> also, it, it's rough for them coming back. I think it might be a bit rougher for him, whereas the Bears have had a bit of time. We can prepare and go, you know what, let's take this guy, and I think grind away at them. The difficulty is going to be if they do that deep ball. Because, you know, Arizona has been doing a lot of short yardage, a lot of running the past three weeks. They haven't gone deep ball. Well, they, they, haven't had, that. they haven't had Hopkins or Kyler. So. And then, you know, Green's been doing a lot of the work as well. So he could spread it around. I just don't know if this is the game in the cold, windy city of Chicago this weekend. So I've got them to win, but I've got it a six-point victory. <clears throat> Pardon me, 24-18. Moving on to our next game. Philadelphia Eagles and the New York Jets in the green game. As the Jets and Zach Wilson are hoping to do something. Philadelphia and Jalen Hurts are push, push, pushing. But can they in this one? They're seven-point favorites, which they haven't been this much favorites in a long time. 45 points is the over-under. Jalen Hurts and company, he was a bit injured. They're saying maybe his ankle. Uh, he was awful last week. He was, he was terrible. Yeah. I finally, like, because I was finally like, all right, I believe in you, Philly. Because I've always been just like, just Jalen Hurts, he's having those big fancy games. So then in daily, I was like, Jalen Hurts, baby, let's do it. Absolute nothing. Yeah. He was terrible. 
couldn't beat the Giants, especially in a division where the, the Cowboys are falling. You had this chance to win. You did you threw terrible interceptions. The balls were the dropped. They dropped balls and on Jalen Rager, those plays at the yeah. end. Is just, yeah, Rager like, dropped two big balls. And like you said, was picked before Justin Jefferson. Yeah. So how are you feeling about that, Philly? Yeah. Um, it's just, yeah... Rager, that's one of those things that that could I, that could just ruin you. Those were bad stone drops. hands. Those were stone bad hand drops. And first of all, they were bad play. Like the whole thing, like, they didn't deserve to win that game. The Giants were terrible too. Giants but. were terrible, but their defense was really on them, which which I thought was good. You know, this is a division game. I thought this would could get ugly, and it was. They mauled them. The Giants were ready to maul. Philadelphia, though, I think came into this game tame, and and they weren't really ready for it, but. Eagles and Jets. Listen, I think they're going to just be able. I think the Jets are still too injured. I think Corey Davis is a little bit hurt, and uh, Michael Carter's out. They don't really have anything, and I think Philly can get to to Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson had that terrible interception off a guy's back last week, so he's still reckless with the ball. I think Jalen Hurts is going to have that bounce back game. So if you have him in fantasy, you're like last week he screwed you. He'd probably double down. You know, like when when you bet on black and red hits, it's like we're going black again exactly. until it hits. So that's the way I feel. I think they're going to come back. I think Jets just have nothing in them. So I'm going to go 28 uh, to 14. I, I've got Philadelphia to win. For some reason, you know, New York Jets at home, I just see them covering this one. I just see it being a bit of an ugly one. And Zach Wilson, I think he's going to have a hard time with that defense. But I don't know. I, again, them the ineptitude of being able to score. And the Jets just seem to be able to stay in games. They're just like a little virus. So I've got Philadelphia to win 24 to 20. Um, not a big win. But uh, enough win to keep going. Big divisional matchup here, or is it? Indianapolis Colts, after a beating from the Buccaneers last week, now face the Houston Texans. 10-point underdogs in this one for the Texans. Um, 45.5 is the over-under in this one. Colts, this one. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, can he can he salvage no. anything here? <laughs> no, no. The first one, this is good because the Buck, or sorry, the Bucks, the Colts now they smell blood in the water. I think with Tennessee, I think seeing that Tennessee just without uh, AJ Brown being out, Julio Jones, Henry, they've got a beat down. They're literally a game out. They can they can take this division because I think the Titans are just going to keep falling. And so this is a gimme. Like Houston's they got to come in big Jonathan Taylor game. That Carson Wentz throw. Um, I see a big win here. I'm going to go 33 uh, to 17. I here's the one thing on Indianapolis. I always just find about them. They, they lose to bad teams. Yeah, they, they, I don't know why I'm giving them so much they confidence. They lose to bad teams, man. And the, and the Texans are a bad team. And the Texans have just played like just weird, keep themselves in football. So I've got Indianapolis to win, but i I got I got to say Houston is going to stay in it. I think Tyrod Taylor, they'll find magic. They're at home, you know? And and the Texans fans eat this crap up. Yeah, but Houston could even win last week. I thought they, they could were even win, win. But I, I've got Indianapolis winning 28-24, but I still see Houston keeping themselves in it only because it's just that. Now we move into the Tiger Ooh, pit. It's an exciting game. Yeah, big exciting game. As two big prospects, Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert face off. The Bengals are three-point favorites at home against the Chargers. The Herbert and company, I don't know. Eckler's got them ways to win, but can they win in this one? Six and five against the seven and four Bengals. The Bengals could really use this one. This would stretch the gap for them in the AFC North at home. Whereas the Chargers, this would put some move for them into going into the playoffs. Yeah, especially like you got that AFC West, which everyone's six and five is the worst record. You know, you have one game. Everyone's one game back, so that division is going to be insane coming down the wire. So these are huge games. You have the Bengals, who are just riding Joe Mixon. It's not really been Jamar yeah. Chase has really gone quiet in the last like four, 
like five, maybe five games. He hasn't really been blown up. It's been a lot of Joe Mixon. He's been fantastic. Um, it's hard to bet. Like the Chargers just are so inconsistent, and I'm gonna pick them because I think they need this. I think the the Bengals are due for they had that big win against Pittsburgh, and. The thing with the Bengals is they haven't really been able to just build on that. Mm-hmm. They always have that big game and then they like, they struggle. They lost to the Jets. Yeah, you know, they have consistency. These, and Burrow hasn't been lighting it up. So I think Chargers, Eckler's been great. That Bosa's looking better. But they can be run on, which is a concern. But I think it's going to be a very close game. I'm going to say uh, 28-25. One point away from me, Ryan. I called this 28-26 for L.A. Um, I think, again, yeah, L.A., They've got this desperation that they really need to play with. This is the team I think they can play against. And, and you know, Herbert, obviously, he's going to struggle against this blitz. I think it's going to be a problem for them. But I think Eckler can have a great game as well, you know. When you look at it, Cincinnati can run the ball down to you, but they can't actually stop the run, you know. You, you're going to get hit with a run as well. So I think this could be an equal match that the Chargers are going to prepare for, for Mixon, but they're not going to be prepared for Eckler. I think they're going to prepare for him, but I think they're going to use Eckler a lot. So Eckler's been great. He's like literally the yeah. number two fantasy running back this year. He's been, a, especially considering what we've been seeing with McCaffrey, like all the top dogs are going out. So it's he's, going to be, he's it's going to be a lights out shootout game. It's going to be very exciting to watch. If I if I weren't watching the Bears game, I'd be watching this one. Uh, this game not is exciting. Oh no, no, this one is actually well no. No, Tampa Bay Buccaneers are visiting Atlanta. Oh God, someone should. <laughs> They'll be the only ones filling up the yeah. stadium. Uh, other than that, are people trying to get Tom Brady's autograph? Uh, the Buccaneers are rolling high. Tom Brady sells tickets. They'll be there. Don't worry. Ten and a half point favorites over Matty Ice. <laughs> Matty Ice is man. He's. I feel bad for him. He's kind of been screwed with the whole Calvin Ridley. Yeah. Uh, Mike Davis has been a bust. But Cordell Patterson is almost like the story of the season. I think he's just been. He even said the other day. I think he said, "I want to play safety. Yeah. I want to get an interception this year." He's he's just embraced. He's the new Cordell. Yes, he's a team with nothing that can use him for everything. Um, but again, I think Tampa's just now. Tom Brady's just going to now use these next few games to get that MVP award. 44-year-old MVP. Crazy. Yeah. Okay, they're 8-3. They're looking good. They got, can we talk about Antonio Brown for a second, though? With he, This vaccination. When that story came out, I was like, that is definitely true. Yeah. I knew it. I could, even though he was just like, no, I've been vaccinated. Yeah. Just Because that story is just pure Antonio mm-hmm. Brown. It is unbelievable that he did. I think he should have got suspended more. He should be suspended for the rest of the season. Like, that is atrocious what he does. And I bet you there's a lot of NFL players who have also done the same that are shitting themselves right now. Well, there's a lot of people I that... guarantee you there are more fake vaccination cards out there because they did not vet them. And mm-hmm. I bet you an audit is coming. They could be. And maybe someone, people that would say uh, they were, Maybe people who said they were immunized also had those cards. And the who best knows? part about it was Bruce Arians, when they signed Antonio Brown, who says he makes one mistake, he's gone. Yeah. And he's been very quiet. So it just shows Tom Brady's in charge. He's like, Bruce, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Sit in your seat and let me get you another Super Bowl. Well, because yeah. they're not cutting him. He should be cut. He's a disgrace to the league. Every year he makes it worse on himself. He's is he on your fantasy team? He is on my fantasy <laughs> team. But I haven't played him in weeks. But I was I should knew I should have tried. If he didn't get injured, I would have traded him. Okay. But he's just the worst. He's just a bad human. He's, uh, he's an apple. <laughs> just a bad. He's an human. apple of many cores. So I like the. I think the Falcons. You know, they're going to take away Pitts. They can be passed on because the like, the Bucks just every week and the yeah. whole corner goes down. They're just decimated. But they have Tom Brady. They have the weapons. Fournette, Beast, 
probably I just traded him in one of my leagues too, and he goes and gets thirty seven points. Wow, good for you. Uh, so, but I have him in all my leagues. Okay. So I still have him in two others. So it's not so bad. Uh, this is just Bucks all day. He loves beating the Falcons, especially at home in Atlanta, because yeah. he knows that everyone in Atlanta wants to see them lose so bad, badly. But Tom's gonna take this and grin it up, rip and love their it. Atlanta hearts out. Do it again. Out. Um, I'm gonna say thirty eight to twenty three. I have the Atlanta Falcons also scoring 33, but I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers scoring 33. Again, I think, you know, the, the Bucs do have that weak secondary, but Atlanta, Atlanta, Tampa Bay can build up enough of a lead that Matty Ice can just start chucking it for garbage but time. But you're not scared of Justin Gage, right? Like, they have no, no. receivers. Without Ridley. Yeah. I mean, you, Pitts, you just take Pitts, out Pitts. Pitts is gone, and too. And it's killed so. Pitts' productivity in the lead, too. So, so, I don't know. I think you'll have to find some ways, but I, I can still see them keeping it in here if they're going to use... Patterson and Davis or whatever the hell they're going to do, but I still see them keeping in. I, I don't. I just don't see Tommy just blowing it up that bad. I don't think he's going to embarrass his buddy that bad. He's not going to blow him out and embarrass his old he man. He has no friends. He's got friends. Thirty-three <laughs> twenty-three. My prediction: uh, the game of the week not to watch: New York Giants at the Miami Dolphins. At least it'll be warm there. Uh, Six-point favorites for the Miami Dolphins over the Giants. Did you see what the Giants did last week? Tua and company, though. Tua is actually starting to play some football. He's actually That's starting exactly to jump into his role. Is this the two we want to see? Because I'm. Uh, this is the two I wanted to see. Well, it's listen. The last three or four games, he's been great, and they mm. actually have a chance. They have an easy schedule to get to seven and seven. They're I five think, and seven now. Yeah, five and seven win this. I think they have an easy one next week. Seven and seven. Tua has looked better. Waddles looked great because mm-hmm. like, Waddle. He's leading, right? He has 77 receptions. Yeah, Parker could be back as well this week. Get Parker back. And Will Fuller could also be back as well. Jalen Phillips, their defensive end, got three sacks last game. They're they're starting to turn again. But we've seen this before. We saw this last year with the Dolphins. But it's when you need to uh, to kind of win you the game, put a team on his back, can he do it? He's going to look really good, but he's played crappy teams. So it's, again, until we see Tua beat a a juggernaut, I'm not really going to... And get too yeah. excited about it. So beat up on the bad teams. And I can see him even losing this game. I don't think... Yeah. I don't... You know what? I'm going to go with the upset. I'm going to uh, pick uh, the Giants. I think everyone's just feeling... Mike Glennon. Is, is it... Oh, it's Daniel it Jones. Like it's oh, Mike Glennon. Oh, never mind then. Mike Glennon with, is probably going to be more effective than actually Daniel No, Jones. I'll stick with the... Uh, I'll stick with the Dolphins then at home against Glennon. Okay. Uh, but I think it's going to be close. I think Glennon can keep it close. I'm going to say 23-20. Um, but... <clears throat> Uh, I just said Glennon. Almost, no way. No way. Well, they're saying it could be Glennon. I mean, that is most likelihood because I think he's injured. So um, I've actually got a 21-13. I think Miami's actually going to win this one comfortably. It's at home. And again, I think what you're saying, though, if they add new threats, including Parker, and if they add Will Fuller, imagine adding both of them. I mean, the New York Giants are not going to be prepared for that many wide receivers, particularly being able to cover those guys. So at least adding one will be great. But... I think Miami wins this one comfortably. I think the Giants are exhausted after their Philly debacle last week. The uh, Minnesota Vikings are facing their AFC North brothers, the Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions are living out of prayer. Minnesota, seven and a half point favorites. Lost last week after a beating by the 49ers. Relatively a pretty (coughs) solid beating. Uh, And the week before that, they beat the Green Bay Packers. Minnesota Vikings, who the hell are you? Well, they're, they're the Jekyll and Hyde. They're like Philly in a way. The, but they've been in every single game almost. But yeah. then Kirk Cousins will have that great game. They'll have that bad game. You don't know what's going to happen. You feel confident he's going to beat Detroit because poor Dan Campbell. I think yeah. he just sees the writing on the wall. I think it's going to be a one and done. Mm-hmm. I just don't see how you could go in the future, even if you have the number one pick, 
with this guy. Like, you can't even get a win. Jared Goff, say what you want. He went to a Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> you can say, oh, Jared Goff, Jared Goff. He went to a Super Bowl. Not a lot of quarterbacks go to a Super Bowl. He should at least be able to get a win. Yeah, he so should be able to, to get me, a win. So to me, it's like, this shows, like, who did Dan Campbell get as his coaches? Like, yeah. they got to get some weapons. I think it's, if you're going to keep, if there's not a great quarterback this year, you keep Goff. Get him, get a weapon. But to yeah. me, it's just, it's just they don't have, they just can't do it. It's over. I think it's going to be an over, another over season. It's for too Detroit. bad because, as you say, it's like they've given him a pile of shit and <clears> said, <throat> "Can you make you know chocolate mousse out of it?" And and it's just really hard for him to do with all of those sort yeah. of things. And you know, sort of go, "Hey, we got you golf." It's like, oh, thanks. You know, and even though Dalvin Cook's out. You got Madison comes in. You don't really yeah. seem to miss a beat. So it's going to be the Justin Jefferson show. Uh, and I, I think Vikings win this big. I say uh, 33 to 17. I, I have them winning, not big, but at least covering the seven. I got it eight points, 28 to 20. Detroit may be able to keep themselves in it with the running game because Minnesota might struggle in that. And if, you know, they can light up a bit of the deep ball, you know, Detroit has some young wide receivers that maybe they can slip it to. Uh, moving in, uh, did we cover the... That's the last... That is the last of the uh, 6 o'clock games. Moving us into the 9 o'clock games. 9 o'clock, if you're still with us at Sports Bar and Grill, it's open till 12.30. Oh my God, you can watch all these games. This game, uh, well, interesting. The Jacksonville Jaguars are visiting the L.A. Rams. Trevor Lawrence gets to see L.A. Lights as the Rams are 13-point favorites in this one. Urban Meyer will be happy. Uh, lots of colleges around the area. <laughs> Uh, he's already looking for that new college job that everyone's yeah. bouncing around now. He's sniffing it out. He's like, get me the hell out of here. Yeah. Is there a Chico State? Or there's a Chico State. People just don't realize like how easy college is probably is compared to the NFL. Oh, yeah. Even they, it's a lot more work with the recruiting and stuff, but it, it's, it's... The school takes care of a lot of bullshit. <clears throat> you get swallowed up pretty fast. You might yeah. think you're big time, but... You get thrown all this money. To me, this, this game is about Matt Stafford. He has to get this right. Because he's looked really bad the yeah. last couple of weeks. He looks injured. He looks like His Detroit Lions. Yeah, like he's always had a yeah. back problem. And now you're sitting there. You have a team that mortgaged the future for the next yeah. three years. And now you can't. You've lost three straight after being yeah. seven and one. You gotta come down and beat beat Jacksonville, which they will. I think they'll beat them pretty mm-hmm. handily. You know, we got Beckham has a hip injury, so you don't even know if he's going to be fully healthy. Yeah. Uh, but I think that defense is going to be able to get. You know, to Trevor Lawrence, it's going to be tough for him. It's it's going to be a big, easy win for them. I'm going to go uh, 35 to 20. I have Jacksonville scoring 20. I have Rams scoring 31. I have the Jacksonville covering it. Again, it's Matt Stafford's back. And you sort of go, did we leverage for this guy? That, you know, that guy with a sore back. And you sort of go, oh, I thought these problems were behind us. Because if it's, if it's bad like this now, in this season... Uh, you know how going even forward if we don't make it this year which they're obviously going for it all it's kind of a scary prospect to know that this guy is going to be hobbled like this they should still make the playoffs they should obviously still make the playoffs but they haven't been as definitive as i think as a lot of people have expected as a seven and four team you sort of go we expected more from you obviously we expected you wouldn't have four losses like this so i have them winning 31 20 um the next game man this game is going to be exciting uh, it doesn't seem like it, but these guys are both have good playoff pushes. Washington has been playing, again, plucky football, almost like Minnesota in a way. Whereas the Las Vegas Raiders, man, they've been playing inspired football as well. They beat the Cowboys on Thanksgiving, and they're one-point favorites in this one. A lot of injuries, a lot of drama going on in Las Vegas, a lot of ghosts already in Listen, the building, and it's barely even there. They look great on Thanksgiving, though. The fact that they've been able to—and Carr looked awesome, throwing for 400 yards— 
I think Carr is going to be the most fascinating off-season story about what he what happens with him because he's you can't look at him and say he's bad. Like he's no. throwing it around with nobody through yeah. almost four hundred yards against a team that got four picks this week. So and then you got Heineke on the other side. Who's ever since they lost Chase Young, that team has been so much better. Yeah. Even though it's silly to think there's anything to go with that. But to me, I think this is the fact that it's in Las Vegas. That division is so tight. I think yeah. that win. Like, there's no way the Washington's winning the division. They can maybe get the last wild card because the NFC's last spot's like under 500. But um, I just see the Raiders winning this. I think the fact it's going to be a close game, but even though Waller's out, um, it doesn't seem to matter. Carr's just going to chuck it. Yeah. You know, Jacobs looked good last week, had finally had a good game, two touchdowns. So I'm going to go with the Las Vegas Raiders to win 23 to 17. Is Jacobs, is he injured, though? Is he injured? No, I think Jacobs is okay. okay. Waller's out. Waller's, Waller's out. out. Yeah, Waller's I wasn't sure out. if they said Jacobs might be injured. You know, I just, for me, Washington just keeps playing this kind of, you know, being the Bucks, this kind of football where they just sort of seem to have this. Yeah, but the thing, do you want Washington in the playoffs? It's not though? that, man. <laughs> what I'm talk, we're talking about who can win here, and the line was two and a half points, and it's dropped down to one. I think because Vegas sees it, you know, what I see is that Washington has, you know, pretty good running game, and if they just rely on that, a lot of teams haven't relied on running game. Washington has had to rely on their running game. And that's why you've got great season from Gibson. McKissick also had a great week last week. I can see it happening again. I got Washington winning this one 30-24. I think it's going to be an exciting game, though. I think it's going to be very exciting. I, You know, one of all the games, I really want to watch this one. I'll have it red zoned. Uh, moving on to our next game. It is a 925 game. Another big one here. So this used to be the best game of the it year. Would have now been just like ugh. the AFC North battle. Uh, but the battle seems to be over for this one, at least for Big Ben. Well, against Father Time. Father Time, yet again. Actually, used to say Father Time undefeated. Father Time is not undefeated. No. His one loss. Who's that? Tom Brady. Tom Brady, yeah. That's it. Father yeah. Time is like a million and one. Paul Rudd. And one. Yeah. And Paul two. You're yeah. right. You're absolutely right. And, um, <laughs> yeah. But Sophia ben, ben, Loren, three. Yeah. It's three. He's a million and three. I would, yeah, there's still a few. Anyway, there's still a few women in the 80s. Anyway, Pittsburgh, 5-5-1 five, five and one at home. Um, you know, very difficult situation they find themselves in here because it almost feels like, oh, do you give up now? Like, is it giving up time? Because you really, the playoffs did not look like anything it's, you can really make. It's rough. Like, no, they got a lot of injuries, uh, COVID problems. TJ Watt, I think, is going to be out again. Yeah. Um, and just, yeah, Ben looked awful. And I think Lamar coming, even Lamar with four picks, still was able to win that game. It was ridiculous yeah. last week. Um, I just think Baltimore is the better team. They're in the playoff push. They know Lamar's going to play better. They're going to be able to move it. But to me, just Big Ben just looked awful last year. Especially after the week before he put up 37. He, like, <laughs> does this every day. But even though they're at home, he plays better at home. I think they're going to cover. I think it will be close. I'm going to say 26-23. I also think it's going to be close as well. I got a 24-21. Only because, you know, there's a lot of injuries on that Baltimore team right now. Especially in their defense. So, there's a lot of reasons and places that they'll be able to capitalize. Harris should be able to have a good game as well. Uh, it's going to be a back-and-forth, ugly battle. You know, just as we saw last week in these AFC North battles, some of these ones get to the point where they're like three, like 6-3 at the half, and you're like, whoa, what a shit, yeah. what a shit game. It could be an ugly be- game. It could, like, Lamar's been... Yeah. He's been very inconsistent. But the thing is, Lamar... The great thing about Lamar is, even as bad as he is, 
Lamar can still win a game at any moment. And, he and can. that that is what the difference between him and Baker Mayfield is. Between him and many quarterbacks. Many quarterbacks. But especially last week with him and Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield couldn't overcome four picks. No. And, and, and Lamar Jackson can look and go, I'm going to score a touchdown. And he'll go score a touchdown. So I got a 24-21. Uh, this game, another big divisional one, San Francisco 49ers, who are looking pretty good. They get their running game going. Um, a hell of a lot of holding. I mean, I've just been watching, and it's something I've noticed. They hold so much. And they do it because they only get called every so often. But they hold all the time. <laughs> and it's so freaking annoying. It's starting to bug me about San Fran. Watch their games and, and just see it because I started. Someone saw it, said it to me, and I started watching their games and I started watching all the holding. I'm like, you're right. They're, they're all they're doing only because they only get called every so often. Anyway, they're at Seattle, three and eight. Seattle this season is done. This is a done. Well, run. they signed Adrian Peterson, so uh, well, there we go. three and eight could be three. There's and only nine. there's a couple reasons why they had a chance this week, and I think they can actually win this okay, game. Okay, here we go. I might even take them as my upset. All right, let's. I, you, I'll tell you why. Number one, Debo Samuel's going to be out. Yeah, I think Fred Warner, their best offensive player, is okay. linebacker is going to be out. So, technically, what happened? DK Metcalf got no catches last week. I think yeah. they're really going to emphasize him. But something is wrong with this team. They need to get a win. And I think the Niners, even though they've been running a really, Elijah Mitchell has been a great rookie. Um, but I'm going I'm to go with a sneaky Seattle win All just right. because of no Debo. Debo's been so valuable to oh, he's that team. amazing. Like running it out of the backfield, just doing everything. everything. He's but I think that loss, yeah, exactly. I think that loss is going to really hurt them. And I think Seattle, the pride, has got to come in because yeah. I, I, I'm benched Russ in my fantasy league. I can't believe it's come to I this. Can't believe you I finally him. drafted him. I've been wanting yeah. him for years. The yeah. year I get him, he's yeah the old garbage. model. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I want the old model. But I'm gonna go with him to have the upset victory. All 27-24. Right. Seattle wins it. One of the things that also sort of struck me watching the Seattle game too, when you started looking at it, was it was bad coaching, man. It was bad coaching, and it was Pete Carroll's fault. When you started looking, at some of the plays were called. It's like, why would you call that? Why would you call that? Bad coaching, and and I, and I think that's going to be the issue. They got to get rid of him. That's going to be part of well, it. Well, Pete Carroll's not going to go anywhere. It's not. Well, I mean, it's just when you start having those bad coaching with him, you're three and eight, and, and now I, you've given the Jets a top five pick with your terrible <laughs> trade for Jamal Adams. Yeah. So well, it's bad coaching. But bad luckily, coaching. it's the Jets. So I, I've got probably. I've got Seattle covering this one. I got it twenty to seventeen, just covering it, just covering. Another big divisional. It's divisional battle week all around. Is the Denver Broncos visiting the Kansas City Chiefs? Denver's here to say, hey, you know what, big, big brother? We're still tough too. <laughs> Kansas City is nine and a half point favorites in this one, though. Um, you know, Kansas City still making mistakes, um, but they're still getting it done. Well, they've won a bunch, but to me, their defense is a lot better. But the three of their last four games, they haven't scored 20 points. So no. this idea that they're back, like everyone's. Yeah. The, 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 the last couple of weeks, just watching the football news, has been so infuriating. Like it's almost like there's no actual analysis. They just look at the baseline. No, like, yeah. no one actually does the work to be like, wait a minute. Everyone's like Chiefs are now the number one seed going to the Super Bowl. I'm like, they can't score twenty points. Yeah, they've had a couple of good defensive games, but Mahomes still He's still making bonehead throws. Still not looking that great. I think the they, I think they're gonna be. Defended. I think they're gonna be able to win this. I think they yeah. will win this game. But to me, the Chiefs are not back. I have not seen no. it yet. And I need them to see put up up 40, put up 30. I think they're going to win this game, but I think Denver's going to keep it close. Um, I'm going to go 27-20. Yeah, it's, I think this is going to be the game they put up 30, but only 30. I've got it 30 to 18. It's at home. It's, it's a Sunday night game. It's the holidays. <clears throat> I think they have to in this one. And Denver, 
Denver's going to be tricky, though, and they, Denver does play it tricky, but eventually I think it's just going to be too exhausting for them. I think Denver is going to keep it close in the first half, but Kansas City will open it up at home. You know, a lot of times they get frustrated in the first half, even go down, but I could see Kansas City in opening this one up big and even having a good running game as well. I got 30-18. to 18. Final game. Uh, does anyone really care about this one? Oh, I guess. Monday Lord. night game. You're going to stay up. It's the Patriots and the Bills. Just stay is, up and watch this one. This is my stay up the baby. night. This has been a nightmare watching, just watching all the reporting. I haven't seen one person pick the Bills to win this. Like, they really? have anointed wow. the Patriots. There's a couple of things that people need to take into consideration. Number one, it's going to be an insane weather game yes, in Buffalo it will again. Be. It will be. They say it's going to be 30 to 40 mile an hour winds, yep. snow and rain. It's going to be, it's going to be ugly. It's going to the car under, batteries. Yeah. It's going to be dildos. Dildos, frozen dildos. Uh, dildo popsicles are going on to the, on to the end zone. I think that actually benefits, even though it benefits Buffalo, because I think it's going to, like, the Patriots don't have a dynamic passing game. So you add weather into that, it even takes it, it makes it even less dynamic. Mm-hmm. It makes you even more difficult to move in. If Buffalo can say, all right, try and beat us deep and stop that run, they can win this game. And I think they have Josh Allen, who they brought him in here to win these games in this weather. They can use, they got to use him as a running, because people forget, Patriots gave up 250 yards rushing last week to the Titans, yeah. who didn't even have Derrick Henry. They gave up two 100-yard rushers. They picked him off four and times. It was, yeah. it, was just, it was just an absolute, so everyone's given Mac Jones, he's, he's anointed him. As yeah. To me, this is Mac Jones's biggest test. He's playing the best defense he's played all year. On a road game, Monday night, in a loud Buffalo. I just think all that finally gets to him. I think the Bills win it in a close one, 24-20. But I am nervous, and I am not going to enjoy one minute of this game. I'm with, you pretty, <laughs> I'm with you pretty much on the same thing. I mean, it was an interesting thing I saw in an interview, and they are talking like Mac Jones, his, his youngest. They're like, what are you talking Well, I'm not really... He can't throw it he, down the field. They so. asked him about the crowds. He's like, I've never really faced them like that. I mean, there was a backup once when I was in college, and there was a mean crowd. And you're like, oh... Oh my God! Yeah, you have it's no gonna idea. It's going to be loud in, in Buffalo. So. Like you have no idea. So I think that's going to play a huge factor into it as well. The difficult, the one thing that does scare me is that New England defense is crazy. So Josh Allen's have to be aware. I think Buffalo, if they can use things like Matt Breda, Sanders, like trick Bill Belichick, use a whole bunch of guys that maybe he didn't think to use. Mix up, use a whole cast of it because that's what gets Bill upset. Yeah. It's he can focus on a certain things. He can shut down a digs. But if you're adding a Beasley and putting it in the mix Knox, in this one, yeah, everything. Gonna, but yeah, up. I'm worried about it. Patriots do look good. I give him all the credit in the world. Mac Jones looks good. But I need to see him also win a game. Himself. Yeah, it's, it's also the Bills lack a running game too. I mean, the, the problem is also the Bills seem to, they'll try the running game and if it fails, they give up on it. And you just... And Bill Belichick will make you make mistakes. And the thing yeah. is, Patriots don't make mistakes. And they, don't, and they don't get penalized. So they that's don't get penalized. Be the so Brad's so or Buffalo has to be smart. It's going to be a tight game. I've got it 27-23. That's it for this week, folks. Join us uh, week 13 at the Sports Bar and Grill Clapham. Opened at 11 p.m. on Sunday. And the Sports Bar and Grill Old Street. Opened at 12.30 a.m. Right across from Old Street Station. Just walk out of the station. It's on your left-hand side. We'll see you there, everyone. Very exciting. And thanks for listening. <laughs>